What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Last and Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Digital Two Black Station. We are back again for another episode. Um, and you know, as always, if you guys enjoy uh what you hear, what you're gonna hear, please be sure to um share this and rate podcast and yeah um couple of things um before i get into the topic um first thing first um just recently um my family my cousin uh my aunt and my uncle and their family um their house um caught on fire and burnt down they practically lost just about everything um the best thing about this is that you know thankfully nobody was harmed um everyone was able to either evacuate in time or wasn't present at the time of the fire so that's glad for them but they are yeah they are basically at a point where they have to start over again so um i will leave um a link to their gofundme in this description of this episode if you like to support anyway anyhow um but yeah um the crazy thing about that the i don't want to say it's crazy but this is one of those things of like where i try not to be too full of myself i guess in my life because you never know um, it's the same thing as I talked about a few episodes ago about a song I heard um, from Blue about how, you know, you comparing your life to other people and you realize some people are probably going through something more tragic than you when you think you're going through something. Um, so it's like it should never be like a competition of who's suffering the most. It's just about how you guys deal with it. But on this particular day, um, I was actually having personally a good day. I'm um, actually with the episode um, I uploaded uh, last episode. Actually, it was last Wednesday. Um, this happened. Uh, I told you guys that I was going to go hang out with my um and go get some books um, and watch John Wick. And literally after I did all of that, I was going to I wanted to end my day off by playing some video games with my cousin and them. Um, so I text him to get on and that's what he told me like what happened I'm like bro like crazy how I'm doing this in my life and he's going through that in his life so it's like if you ever like feel like you're like you know life is just terrible for you like there's probably always going to be someone else who's going through something probably just as worse as you or equal to you which is why you know it's best to learn to you know pull together and overcome things rather than trying to like make it all about yourself and whatnot not to say the things you've gone through don't matter but don't disregard other people as well in your time of need and whatnot but yeah prayers to this family man um very tragic because especially i know I mean, I know this whole family my entire life and knowing the things that they recently went through like a decade ago um, for this to happen is very, very tragic. Um, so, 
yeah as i as i said yeah prayer said um um but yeah um so um <laughs> feels awkward now but uh moving on to the next little update section so since i did say that i watched john wick um that movie was amazing um if you guys have not seen john wick or even seen the franchise please do yourself that favor of watching that franchise and that movie um probably the best one in the franchise and that's i think this is definitely one of those franchises where it got better every movie like usually like probably after the second or third movie that's when like it gets a little stale but nah they like just kept on improvising the the wheel and just building upon the foundation that they kept on establishing more and more and making it feel like it's a whole complete world compared to the first movie was at, at, at its core the, the, mo- the story of the first movie was you, John Wick is this what we learned that he's like this very you know high high tear I don't even know who like an assassin hitman type person um but he but when we start the movie we like he just recently like got out of that life um because you know he found love which is something that you think will be rare in their profession being a basically a murderer <laughs> a trained killer um so he found love and you know he had a wife but she and again i believe she got cancer and of course she didn't make it so we start the story with him grieving and basically she left him like a last um like a last little gift because she knew that her time was coming by giving him a new puppy so that he won't be alone um and of course if you know anything about john wick (laughs) even if you probably didn't see the movie you know um not nice things happen to him that puppy and his car thus leading to a whole revenge story and that's what it was it just it was like a typical not typical but like you know a very basic revenge story but with a character who's just this very like they call the man baba yaga in the movie like <laughs> like the boogeyman he's like nah he's not the boogeyman he's the guy you sent to kill the boogeyman like his name is like you know legendary um so it goes from that and then we get a little taste of like what the world is like uh you learn that they have their own currency um they have like their own rules like like it's like a i don't want to say it's kind of i don't want to say it's a secretive thing but I, I i think it does a good job at like not letting like oh the, why don't the public question these things but at the same time it's not like they don't like completely like operate in public like this especially in the second and third mainly the third movie is when you really see like he does things like he really just sitting here killing people out in public in broad daylight but the power of the people who's behind this organization and this whole corporation of assassins is like they have 
uh, basically like James Bond, like they had the license to kill, basically. Um, like in the first movie when, uh, I think it was the first movie, first or second movie, I think it's the first movie though, when um, he recently killed some people for trying to like ambush him in his home. And the cops came by cause you know, people call cause they heard disturbance and the cop came by and he's like, Oh, cause the cop knew who he was. And like, oh, um, he just sees the dead bodies all over the floor. He's like, oh, you working again? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and the cop just like, all right. Um, well, I'll be on my way then. <laughs> so they can. It's like they can get away with it. Well, it seems like they can get away with it because police authorities never intervene. Um, but at first you would thought it was because it was just John Wick. Like, like I said, like his name is legendary, like not even the cops want to like get involved with that. But it seems like even, but throughout the whole franchise, you never really see any police authorities getting involved with the assassins and the stuff they do out in broad daylight or out in the open. (laughs) So they build on that world and that lore um throughout the whole franchise so by the time you get to the fourth movie like everything's kind of drawn out and it don't you know you don't question too much but yeah great movie great franchise uh please watch if you have not to watch um and yeah um i picked up when i went to the bookstore i picked up some manga um two volumes of uh sweat and soap i'm still reading that even i think i'm almost done i was looking at all the the volumes that they had left and i think i saw the last volume so i think i'm almost done with that one and of course they did the annoying thing again where then the other manga i'm reading blood on the tracks they have basically like every every volume except for the next two i need (laughs) um so i need to get i need to get these two and then i could get the others at the store which is annoying um and i picked up a new one i don't have it on me to give the title Uh, let me see if i can search and hope the name pops up Uh, I think it's called Ghostly Things. Let me make sure. Yes, it's called Ghostly Things. Um, And I mean, it sounded interesting when I read the the synopsis in the back. Um, But it's basically, I guess, this girl who like, she's in this house and she lives like she's living it by herself by herself and it's like legit haunted like ghosts and spirits all over it but i guess she's just determined to duke it out to figure out the secrets and whatnot so that's what i'm gonna start reading well in my physical journey i'm reading a lot digitally as <laughs> if they don't have i have um some of the ones i wanted physically in the store um so yeah but yeah um next last thing was just yesterday um the most annoying thing happened and i mean of course i was like you no know, i have the I like I said I've been you know I worked on myself enough to the point where I can blame myself for this complete craziness that happens to me but yesterday while I was going to work 
like literally literally the moment like i closed my door because what i do i lock um i lock the bottom lock as i'm walking out my door and then i will lock the top lock after afterwards um but usually i would leave it open uh then i'll put my shoes on and then I would close it. But by that time of me putting my shoes on and it's open, I would you know, double check. I still have everything before I close the door for good. Um, and I didn't do that this time because my hands were actually full. Um, but you know, I like, cause it was gonna be a good day. The weather was actually great. Um, it was in the seventies. <laughs> um, so I'm like, it's gonna be a good day. You know, got my, got my lunch, <laughs> got my food, put my shoes on. Um, and the way that, um, I can start my car with my phone. So I usually start my car like while I'm getting dressed so that it's already, you know, warmed up so I could just get in and drive out. Um, so, you know, my car's, car's good, about to go. And like, literally when I close the door, I'm like, I don't have my keys. <laughs> so... Yeah, I ended up locking myself out of my home and I figured that maybe it's possible I could still use my car since I can, you know, I can basically start it and lock it and all of that with my phone. Um, no, I can't. <laughs> my keys need to be present in the vehicle for me to use it since it's a push to start vehicle, um, which is, I mean, that's good for security reasons, but stupid for me because i wish it at least worked <laughs> um so i'm just sitting here with my car just running i couldn't even turn it off um properly because they wouldn't let me press the start button to to like it does like a it turns on but it's not fully on like it's just on enough to like warm the car up but it's not like drivable on you like you gotta push the the start button again so it could be on but it's like, oh, you need the key. And I'm like, bruh. And then I can't even turn it off. So I got to wait for the timer to run off on the phone. And then I'm just sitting there. So just long story short, I basically end up um, not being able to make it to work. Um, and uh, I called the locksmith like early, like basically almost after it happened. Um, and these dudes basically probably forgot about me i don't know but they were basically like half the day until they got there so i was just in my car just doing nothing i actually fell asleep in my car waiting um but yeah that was my wonderful day yesterday <laughs> um but yeah um so um i'm kind of upset because I guess it's my fault, but um, I had my topic. I kind of do have my topic, but I had a photo for the reason why I wanted to do this topic. But the link to said photo expired, apparently. I don't know how that works. Um, so I don't know any way to... You know, to see it so I can have the refresher of why I wanted to talk about the topic properly. 
So kind of going to BS this one. <laughs> um, but I mean, I thought about it, but um, the picture just reinforced why I want to talk about it. But now I don't have that in my head of why I want to talk about it. So now I'm mad. <laughs> um, but what am I saying? I don't know. Um, basically, the point of said topic is about that point when uh when you in that stage of life where you know when uh, I guess when you when you had that blissful innocence within you and there's a point of time where that moment just shifts and you start basically getting like you know like you start learning about your insecurities about a little bit more you start getting more like aware about how society wants you to operate oh my mic almost dropped um how society wants you to operate and how people should see you how you should see yourself and then you know start self-doubting yourself having insecurities changing how you act um but I also kind of wanted to talk about that with relationships as well, because this kind of happened to me as well. Um, when I was young, I always, I always knew that I wanted to be in relationships, um, as wild as that sounds, but that was just something that was like always within me as a kid, like the idea of finding someone that I felt like that was like my life goal as a kid <laughs> so I was you know kind of a not a ladies man but I was very m- more open and outspoken to talking to other girls like in school and whatnot as you know time goes by um like literally like <laughs> sounds wild but literally from like kindergarten to sixth grade probably have had some kind of thing with a girl with you know through all those years um whether it was something serious or just little harmless flirting kid stuff but I was always you know talking to a female in a way that's like you know I like you and you know I got no problem letting you know I like you <laughs> and complimenting you and whatnot. just being yeah I don't know <laughs> so but yeah like I said it wasn't until towards the end of 6th grade and 7th grade where that stopped and I got more insecure about myself how I look and of course, of course, this is also the stage where, like I said, um, for other people with this shift, for other people, like, you know, it goes from, you know, innocent, harmless innocence and whatnot to, like, you know, the typical people roast you for looking away or dressing a certain way and whatnot. And me being me, I'm not very a flashy person. I'm not, I don't really go out my way to look good 
not good, but like, you know, try to have the, the freshest clothes, you know, the best sneakers in school. That was never, that was never me. Um, even I try, I mean, I'm not going to say I, I didn't try, <laughs> um, but in the core, it was never me. But you now I was being fake to myself, trying to be down with the cool kids, I guess, and be something I'm not. So when I, you know, when girls are more vocal about that, like, oh, like you look this way or, you know, something about you isn't attractive, like they let it be known and then you start questioning yourself and like, damn, like what the hell happened all like from all those years? Um, literally, literally, um, there was a girl um, in third grade, me and her had a thing and I think uh, after third grade, um, we weren't paired in the same class, I guess. Um, so f- fourth and fifth grade, I really didn't like we didn't have class together. Obviously, we were still in the same school. And then sixth grade, we actually ended up being in the same. We ended up going to the same school and ended up in the same same class. And like, like she like straight up act like she for like what happened in third grade didn't exist and just straight up basically like insulting me and talking down on me about how I look and whatnot. I'm like, bro, like you kind of initiated with me at that time. And now you, which I don't even, I don't even like, I have no like interest in you at all, but you go out your way to tell me why I'm unattracted to you, which Maybe that's an underlying thing because that third grade story is tricky and I don't really want to talk about it because it's not the place for it. Maybe somebody has a podcast for that. Um, but maybe it's an underlying thing about what happened in that. Well, I guess she kind of never let it go. But like I said, like two years that we didn't really see each other. And like, boom, hey. <laughs> like, so I don't know. But. Um, yeah, so, you know, I started getting more insecure. I had my first official girlfriend in sixth grade. Um, that didn't really work out. So, of course, more doubt in my head. Like, damn, like, you know, I thought I was good at this. <laughs> but I guess, like, I, it just didn't work. Like, there was no, nothing really, the, like, you know, it was like, it was like the females were kind of aging too quickly, I guess. Like, um, just the cute kid stuff wasn't really working and you could tell like I mean she has a reputation for being a certain way especially after I left um well after I moved away from that state um I did see like comments about her on Facebook about things she actually dated uh I don't want to say my best friend but like like my school best friend back in like the elementary school um and she basically (laughs) cheated on him um, so that's something I dodged, but I guess I saw it a mile away because of how she acts and like, she was literally like jumping from dudes to dudes, like within months. Um, so yeah, but going with me, like, yeah, like I just started, you no, know, I guess putting myself in the shell and didn't really want to start putting myself out there no more and being oh like you know 
just talking down on myself and whatnot and kind of started moving more towards um online uh not really dating but talking to females online more than talking to them in person because you have that that blanket <laughs> of the screen protecting you um and sharing pictures wasn't really a common thing at the time like like literally like camera phones was still a luxury at this time period <laughs> like so he wasn't really sharing pictures like that so it wasn't it wasn't constant to like hey like oh what you look like oh just facetime me type thing they just you get a whole video call with someone um before it's more like you really just had to just genuinely either just trust this person is who they are no catfishing thing and just talk to them and just genuinely get interested in who they are as a person and then eventually when the opportunity arrives like the like the the hoops i had to go through to like share a picture um because i usually when i go online to talk because i was no we don't have apps and whatnot on our phones like i, I was still rocking flip phones um so the only way i could like probably get pictures sent to like a girl i'm talking to one thing i'm only on my computer or my mother's computer i only see her on weekends um because you know my parents have been split so i'm only on the computer for weekends and it's not all the time so whoever i'm talking to that's the only time they're going to be talking to me <laughs> um so i got to get a picture of myself somehow find a way to put that picture onto this computer and then have it sent because like i said it wasn't simple to just send a picture somewhere um so yeah it it, it, it took time <laughs> to get that face reveal from people um but yeah um so yeah the whole point of this is more so questioning about why did like maybe like yeah maybe i kind of answered it with society like but like it, it feels like a cycle my question is why do we have to go through the cycle like when are we gonna break this cycle of the innocence of your youth um you know like i said kids talking to girls or whatnot like even when i watch tiktok um videos of like parents like sending like uh, recording clips of like their kids in school and they see them talking to another girl or another boy and they're like oh look how cute they are like that's nice and the people in the comments like cheering it on like oh like make sure you invite me to the wedding like you know the innocent cuteness of that and then by the time they in middle school like all that cuteness is gone because something happened to us as a society that just shifted that that cuteness don't work of like you know of course the peer pressure of you know like kids are doing stuff adult stuff at young age um that they shouldn't be doing um and it kind of just crushes you no know, whatever innocence we had inside of us we just kill it off and then by the time we get around my age or older um people are like you know when we finally get to the point where we like all right i'm able to see like the illusion that was casted over us and my question is like why like you know what by the time we get to this point we, we're kind of like done like man like 
these girls are no these girls are this these guys are that um just straight up giving up on relationships and either just going the bachelor route or just being single forever and and i don't know like like just crushing our soul as we get older like why do we go through that little cycle like kind of all the time we deal with that um because like i said for me yeah it wasn't until like you know the other girl started throwing it in my face about how she felt how she felt about me despite like i said i got my first girlfriend in that same year in that same class and the year after i got switched to another class and had another girl confess to me but you know it's the negative thing that sticks with you that's what i talked i know i talked about this not long not long ago but like a few podcasts ago like a while ago about why we focus on the negative things more so than the positive things like the fact that i'm still sitting here talking about that <laughs> rather than talking about oh so you know there was this nice girl like now nah, i'm talking about this one time in sixth grade with this girl just straight up <laughs> killed my whole um whatever my innocence of wanting to be with a female or whatever or talk talking to females being comfortable about talking to females without now i'm thinking about them like do they all see me this way um so i don't know man just curious about why we go through this cycle and what when are we gonna break this cycle so that we don't so the next generation like you know my nephew or whatever who's probably who know who's still in his innocence i don't I'm, I'm not his i'm not in his business about if he's talking to girls or not but like he's still in his innocent years like whatever whatever time period before that shift happens that's when that cycle needs to break so that he can continue going through sixth grade seventh grade with that innocence still but of course obviously as you get older you you mature and understand relationships better um but still keep the innocence um not being disrespectful to other each other and not trying to worry about what someone have and don't have instead of just looking at the character of the person um so yeah i don't know man um which i guess that's also gonna be my question of the day why not um if you have any ideas um about what do you think like what should be done to break this cycle so that we don't keep going through the we're the innocent kids to the teenagers who are you know one group is focusing on just lusting over over the each other one group only caring about how you look and the things you have and one group is just like lost in the shuffle because they don't know anything anymore and then by the time we like in college or leaving college it's like if you didn't have a good experience with any females by then you're kind of like all right i'm kind of done with y'all like there's been no good females throughout my whole life um and then you know deciding what path you go there like i said just saying just giving up and just being single or 
going the bachelor route um and then probably won't settle down until you like in your 40s or something you find someone you just happens to find someone and it's like all right <laughs> i'm at the age where anyone who's nice to me <laughs> i will take them because i haven't experienced niceness since elementary school from another person i've been interested in so we need to break that cycle so that it's always love because love wins everything um but yeah so um i don't know kind of all over the place episode like i said i couldn't find that picture to properly talk about what it is i wanted to talk about in detail so that's that um but yeah um hope you guys enjoyed this episode (laughs) um and yeah please be sure to rate share this podcast again i will leave uh the gofundme um in my description if you even if you just care to just read the situation um or you are willing to give anything uh be greatly appreciated and yeah until next time um have a great day and a great week um my birthday's getting closer <laughs> um i always know like by the time like when my birthday's like right around the corner that's when i realized like oh my birthday i'm <laughs> getting older like i don't think about my age at all until like my birthday's like a few days away <laughs> um but yeah um uh, Later. <laughs>